Smartcast. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. There's a change happening in the way we live, the way we work, the way we spend our money and make our decisions. We are evolving to be more conscious in our actions in a way that serves the world and makes it a better place. Welcome to The Ethical Evolution. The Ethical Evolution podcast is brought to you by The Ethical Change Agency. I'm Bindi, CEO and founder, and I am honoured to bring you the stories of those who create change through paying it forward and giving back. Ethical business owners and holistic healers who are determined to create collective change in the world. Once we have a change in consciousness and through collective change, we can become one. My next guest was recommended to me by another guest in an exercise where they pay it forward. I was excited by their mission and the impact I can see them making globally to help the planet. Their entrepreneurial background on how to build a company means their skills can be used to scale a social impact business that helps create collective change. Ignacio Carcavallo is a digital nomad and founder of Trevotion with the key mission to plant 1 billion trees around the world in the most needed areas, building global awareness and consciousness on deforestation, driving people to help and share what they do in order to inspire to help every day. Every bracelet sold will fund the planting and follow-up of two trees. I've bought my bracelet and selected to plant two trees right here in Australia and have received my certificate. Why don't you join me and Trevotion in the forestation revolution? Welcome, Ignacio, to the Ethical Evolution. How are you? Very well. Thank you, Bindi. Nice to meet you. Happy to be here. Yeah. Now, you're coming to us all the way from Indonesia at the moment, so um, we're so uh, grateful to have you with us. Can you tell us um, about your background and how Trevotion began? Sure. I'm, uh, I started business administration in Argentina. I'm Argentinian, actually. Yep. Uh, half Argentinian, half Italian. And, uh, well, um, after I started a company in Argentina with my partner, Leandro. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was, uh, like the Groupon, you know the Groupon? Yes. Uh, this daily deals site. Well, we had the, uh, the biggest competitor in Argentina. And we developed that company for nine years. And... Uh, uh, we gained a lot of experience on how to execute a company because we 
in almost nine years, we employed more than 600 people in total and sold more than 3 million transactions. Wow. So um, I think that our biggest asset is understanding how to execute a company. Of course, we're still learning, but we have some experience. So um, after selling those that business, we decided that we wanted to f- focus fully on this company. And this company started kind of like in the, the last part of uh, this whole experience with click on uh, the Argentinian company. Um, uh, we decided to um, uh, participate the general managers to handle the operations of the company so that we could have time to uh, gain inspiration on a global project with impact because it was a big company, but it was only in Argentina. And our mm-hmm. dream was to make a global company and also a company based on impact. So we got to this idea of creating a social business so we could gain traction and scalability because we have been around uh, nonprofits and uh, non-governmental organizations. And we, we have worked a lot in those, but we believe that most uh, lack traction, scalability and sustainability in the long term because of lack of resources. Mm-hmm. Um, so we wanted to create something in between, you know, the consumerism, capitalism and the nonprofit uh, organizations so that we could gain scalability and uh, traction for long term. Mm. Because after selling 3 million transactions and we sold more than $65 million in Argentina, like wow. with a disruptive business model. And I, I, I shared this story because it, it, wasn't, it wasn't a big financial success. It was just a great experience for us mm-hmm. to learn how to execute. So we said, hey, you know, our biggest asset is to kind of understand how to execute like, and, and get traction on, on, on a big level. So why don't we do it globally and something that really helps the world? So we started doing brainstorming and we got to this idea that we could invert the system. Instead of selling products that could help on the side, why don't we promote the cause and give a product in exchange? And yeah. there's a, a great difference in, in this whole concept. So we started doing this, uh, what is called an MVP, and minimum viable product, you know, like a trial. Mm-hmm. And people started picking it up and it became a little viral. So we said, okay, we... We kind of fell in, fell in love, fell in love. Sorry, with the with the company. Yeah, and we decided, and that's where the time that we say, okay, it's done. It's been almost nine years with our old companies. We are ready to to sell them and to dedicate our life or next decade, whatever, like all, all that we can give it to this company because we are really passionate about the purpose and. and To, to scale, a, to do like a different kind of business or a different kind of organization that, that could really help solving problems in a faster way because we are somehow afraid on the speed that solutions are coming versus the threats that we are facing. Yeah. Um, so we believe that uh, capitalism and consumerism, even though uh, that they have a lot of things that I could criticize or we could criticize, uh, there's also really good stuff like um, the, the power and the traction that it can gain. You know, like many companies in a couple of months can raise millions of dollars to execute mm. and to like burning online ads or in IT or uh, in R and D. So our idea is to use those uh, levels, those that, that power that has the capitalist world to make a serious change and a fast change. Because yeah. once again. Um, yeah, we're a little bit scared about the pace that some solutions are taken. Mm. So we want to see how we can help in that whole ecosystem. 
Yeah. And um, so with what you do, um, with the bracelets uh, that are that are made and, and blessed uh, in Bali and, and people can buy those online through your site um, and that actually goes towards planting trees in different sites around the world. So can you tell us a bit more about your mission as far as that goes? Yeah, absolutely. So um, we have a, a set of missions because it's a, we believe it's a very broad uh, concept. Mm-hmm. So it's it, from a macro to a, a micro. So from the micro, we want to plant 1 billion trees around the world in the next decade. Wow. That's our more substantial and fact-based uh, and tangible dream. You know, yep. plant 1 billion trees around the world mm-hmm. because we understand that those numbers, even though, it's not, not enough, of course. Yeah. It, could, it could really make a change or, or help with the whole change that has been done. But going a little bit higher, um, one of the things that we're trying to do with this company is to hack the online marketing yeah. so that we can spread awareness. And we, we believe and we, we all know that um, uh, social media and online ads have a lot of traction. There are million, like billions of dollars invested in in those areas but most of the things are to show to make people buy stuff you know like if i sell a beer you will gonna see an an online ad or a story whatever buy my beer buy my beer buy my t-shirt buy my pots whatever uh so we're consuming all day this kind of um yeah this kind of ads that are telling us buy our stuff buy our stuff yeah and to be honest is most of the stuff we don't need it we don't actually need it it's just luxury so we believe that apart from planting trees, what we need from the society perspective is to change mindsets. Yep. So by planting trees, by wearing a bracelet, or by watching different kind of online ads that are focused on teaching and educating people in terms of deforestation and environment, we're helping massively people to start changing their mindset. Mm. So in our case, we rather... Uh, people that plant trees but to be honest our ads uh, you know like around the world like there's a a whole average that 95 to 98 percent of the ads that people see do not convert do not sell yeah they are just out there so that one percent of the people will actually buy so we could say like 98 percent of the people that are watching ads i go nowhere Mm. right just being influenced to buy shoes that they're never gonna buy so as our ads are educational, like this is the threats of the world. We're losing 25 uh, football fields of uh, forest size every minute in mm. the world. And this is how you can help. We're, we call it a global mind shift program that even by watching the ads or watching our social media, you're already thinking differently. Mm. So to, for us, even though we we rather you buy our bracelet and take it and use it as a conversation starter and as a reminder of, being mindful of our environment, you're already changing your life. Mm. So if someone, after watching the ads or even planting a tree, stops eating meat or stops u- using single-use plastic mm. or, you know, whatever you want to do, our, our belief is that you start the mindful process. You stra- start the awareness, um, the mindful road that it's going to lead you and take you to the right place. Yeah. So by hopefully investing millions of dollars on online ads. And even though if we don't sell anything with those ads, we are already helping people to start changing their mindsets. So we already, in the past year, we reached around 7 million people with our ads around the world. Mm -hmm. And you know, like 
it's way le- le- less than one, two percent of those people actually buy something, but they still got the message. You know, yeah. Borneo is on fire. The palm oil industry is destroying uh, one of the biggest earth lungs in Indonesia, and we need to act. So please, like, be careful on how you consume palm oil. Mm. So if they buy or not, we're already helping in that mission of creating uh, awareness and conscientization about our environment, our planet. We're just like behaving better in a more ethical way. And we believe that the higher, one of our higher purposes, that it's more generic, but it's one of the things that fills our heart in our mission is to help people help, to yeah. drive people to help more. We believe that there's like, a, like an old concept that we, it's our dream to change in this society that helping should be anonymous. Mm. And that's crazy for us. Yeah. You know why? Because there's, there's like an old saying that if you show what you are doing for good or the way you're helping, it's considered like showing off yeah. or like feeling better than, than others. Mm. But that's, that could have worked in, in the pre-internet and pre-social media area. Nowadays with Facebook, Instagram and all the social networks, most, like almost everybody's showing what they do. And you know, most of the things are showing off. And we don't criticize that. Mm. I mean, we, if we all want to share that we're in a beach, we're in a birthday party, we're, you know, having a coconut water in a beach, or like whatever you want to show on your social social media that we all know that 90%, 90% of the content is trivial and it's not actually, you know, educational. Mm. We're all good with that. It's like, we, I mean, we're all good on showing the beach. Like we, we don't judge, we don't criticize, and we might always do it ourselves. I mean, we're, it's, it's all good with that. Yeah but don't take out the helping. Yeah. Why, w- why would you share your beer, but not shout the good that you're doing to the world? Yeah. Because, you know, social media is to influence. Mm. It doesn't matter if you have one follower, your mom, your dad, or if you're Kylie Jenner, whatever, you have like trillions of followers. Yeah. You are influencing your followers, mm. like exactly that way. That's called social media. It's a media to give information and to influence people. So the, we have this theory that, you know what? Uh, there, there's like a like a small window when there's a natural catastrophe, mm. and for example, let's say the Nepal the Nepal earthquake. Yeah, everybody starts posting. Hey, we need mattresses. I'm going. I'm gonna go to this warehouse. Hey, we need two trucks for the milk. Who can give some uh, clothes? We we're gonna get to Nepal and Nepal, and everybody feels like super comfortable sharing that because we get together as a tribe, like human beings, mm. and we help each other for a greater cost. But that only is good like for around a week or two yeah. until like the whole mojo of the natural catastrophe happens and then it fades out. Mm. And then if you post that you're helping someone or if you're donating in your charities, it would be conceived like, mm, you're showing off. I mean, wow, you feel you're a better person of like donating money for rescuing animals. No, but it's really good to see that people are donating to rescue animal, like stray animals. Yeah, and it, and if imagine a world that in your Instagram stories, your TikTok, or even your online ads, thirty or fifty percent would be seeing your friends, your family, your your community that influences you, helping, mm. helping, helping, because we're all helping. We're Absolutely. all doing something. Yeah. The problem is that we we watch our communities doing more trivial stuff. Like I'm I'm, I'm generalizing, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm talking massively in the world, not our community, your community, my community. It's like like a, like a general idea of the whole planet. 
we see more people going to the beach and doing trivial stuff than doing actually something worth. But they're already doing it. Mm. So we believe that by showing that help, that posting that help, we could influence people to do more good because there's a lot of space to do more good in this world. And we're seven and a half billion people to yeah. help the world and each other. There's a lot of manpower to help. So when we've been investigating uh, why were people not doing this because they love the concept. You know, yeah. when, when, I, when we explain this, they love the concept, but then they say, yeah, you know, I don't feel comfortable sharing what I do in my social media. So one of like one of the greatest missions uh, mission that our company has is to create tools that make people easy, help, and share what they do. Mm. So now people are sh sharing like effortlessly our tree planting certificates or our bracelets because it's nice. Yeah. You know, it's a tool that they feel comfortable sharing. So they say like, "Hey, you know, it's Christmas. I just planted ten trees for my mother. Look, it's yeah. a beautiful bracelet." So in that case, or the tree planting certificates. Hey guys, I just planted five trees in Borneo. You should guys do the same. Yeah. And they feel comfortable with it. Mm. So that's where we see that our dream is coming. It's becoming true because people, you know, have the, the confidence to share what they're doing for good in their social media without feeling this prejudice of mm. being showing off. I know that spins because people like it. They like it more. They see it. They save it. They share it. They post it. And it goes around. And the more the people do it, the more viral it gets. Yeah. Then the more we consume about that. And the more traction these companies get, then there's more budget for online ads that are educational. So we see less. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. The ocean's pretty bad with the plastic. We should do something. Yeah. Wow. Um, huge missions, love it. Um, <laughs> what kind of impact are you making so far? Like with one billion trees being your target, um, what what kind of impact are you making already? Yeah. So uh, imagine that we st we started this idea one year ago, but we were still uh, working on selling our old companies. So on the first eight months, we were trying out the concept, mm -hmm. and now. I moved to Indonesia to be more present and we sold the company like two or three months ago. So with Leandro, now we are hundred percent in yep. this company. So we know that we're still starting, mm -hmm. um, but we're learning about a, a very different model. So far we have reached uh, online uh, between six to seven million people. We have planted 16,000 trees but one of the reasons that I moved to Indonesia is that we're getting closer to our tree planting uh, organizations. Yep. And we want to see what kind of a deal and what kind of uh, like a long-term deal can we make so that we can plant five to ten more, ten times the trees that we're planting nowadays with the same uh, bracelets. Yep. Um, because, of course, we need to get the numbers up. We're just starting. Mm. And we have sold in more than 60 countries. So we have people in 60 countries uh, wearing our bracelets and talking about uh, forestation. 
and um, we also focus on um, employing local artisans in Bali yeah. and in Lithuania, where it's our other uh, amber um, line, with uh, fair trade and mostly women to to help uh, empowerment. Um, but I think that this is just starting, and, and at least we would like uh, to be this project for the next decade, but if we can, of course, more, because we're absolutely in love with this project, and we want to devote our lives to doing it, and we want to get this one of the biggest assets that we have with Leandro, and it's this execution experience, mm -hmm. and to be able to put this in this uh, new project and massive scale of it, uh, yeah, scale, scale it massively. Yeah. So we, we know we're going to get a, a different way. We, we're already applying, and we, we are very close to the entrepreneurial ecosystem around the world. So we're looking for ways to speed up the planting yep. and also to speed up the message online. Mm. And it's it's that struggle, isn't it? Like you were saying, the the deforestation is happening so fast, and and keeping up with that, and the and the time it takes for a tree to grow, um, you've, you, it's a constant cycle that you've got to try and keep ahead of, and it's it's almost impossible. But um, yeah, I think if you can expand that planting to be a lot faster, we've got a greater chance. Yeah, absolutely. One of the things that uh, in February I, I was in a, in a tree planting retreat in Borneo here in uh, the, one of the islands of Indonesia, that it's where the orangutan is in, mm. in a, yeah, at a risk, risk, risk of extinction. Yep. And we were fighting with the palm oil industry. And, you know, the, the local organization that we work with here is beautiful. You know, the, the head of the organization, the whole team, what they do is heartwarming. You know, yeah. when you go there and it's like you're in the middle of the jungle, in the middle of Borneo, like nobody speaks the language and stuff and what you when you see what they're doing it's incredible but they have mostly the same problem as every most of the non-profits around the world they lack resources yeah they lack sustainability and they lack provision of resources mm. because maybe they would will have a grant of ten thousand dollars next week but then they don't know for the rest of six months you need a cash flow you need a provision to understand what can you accomplish in this year in the next three five ten years so um what we want to do is to help you know we come from a business background yep. so we understand a little bit better the business so we want to get this experience to see how we can create a commercial ecosystem a sustainable ecosystem so we can boost this uh, organization's operations because if not sometimes i feel like you know, we were competing with the palm oil industry and they were like doing deforestation with big trucks yeah, and like huge, like huge money putting mm. every single day in deforestation. And sometimes it's a little bit scary, you know, like you're competing with billion dollar industries yeah. with the deforestation. So it gets pretty scary when you get, when you're there. So one of the things that we were motivated is like, Hey, you know, we could, we could, we could, we have somehow the ability of maybe creating that a palm oil industry. Mm. So if we have that ability, we can do the counter one. Yeah. We can do the competition somehow to to kind of counteract because um, regulations from governments around the world are some I, we believe that are sometimes slower mm. than what we need. And and one of the main problems is that the planet is a planet. There's no countries. There's no regulations. Mm. You know. And one of the things that we learned is that. Let's say that there's a very important forest in Indonesia and then a very important forest in Brazil. 
And but those forests are from Indonesia and from Brazil, from the way uh, it's divided, the world's divided, you know, with regulations, uh, currencies, and countries and presidents, etc. Yeah. So, of course, there are worldwide organizations that try to help the world as, as one. There's still a property, mm. and you know, the forest in Indonesia is from Indonesia, mm. and that's it. You know, yeah. <laughs> we can help. We can try to regulate we can try to influence but it's their property yeah <laughs> so it's, it's like if we if we both are very neighbors and you have a tree in your house that is a very important tree and let's imagine that it's not protected by the government it's your tree it's mm. very good for the neighborhood but it's still your tree in the way our world is divided mm. so um we're trying like one of the things that we're scared of is that the planet is a whole thing without a structure without a division and it has its own ecosystem and in terms of politics, maybe a country is, it goes a little bit further in regulations or, or environmental impact, but then a country goes a little bit slower. And then there's a good policy in one in another country, but then a good policy that got rejected in another country. So it gets kind of messy. Mm. Once again, I understand there are many uh, organizations that try to regulate and try to unify countries around the world. But our mission is to do it with consumers because mm. we know that... Uh, consumers have uh, the vote in their pocket, in their hands, in their clicks, in their swipes, in their mm. shares, in their posts. And our revolution is through people. Because if we change people's behavior, we can ch change people's demand. Mm. You know, So sometimes we believe that it's, it's not that it's easier, but maybe more sustainable, scalable, massive, and maybe faster if you do it the right way, um, if, if we make people choose something different. Mm. So for example, the whole organic foods trend is because people are demanding yeah i don't think it's because of regulations or because of just the nature giving us more organic products it's because people are demanding and saying yes it, it's all good I, I might even pay even a little bit more because the uh, the, the, the cheap stuff non-organic is not cheap yeah cheap. it has uh, hidden costs mm. that nobody is paying but once we get more mindful about the subject we understand that we're starting to pay with our help yeah yeah and our mission is to yeah to to change people mindsets so that they they change the way they they decide on the uh, on the shelves on the things they were on the subjects we're talking and, I, and one of the things that i love the most is the thousands of conversations we're starting about forestation instead of where do we go on holidays? Yeah. It's all good to talk about holidays. Don't get me wrong. I love getting going to holidays. I love the beach. I love kite surfing. I don't want to, I'm not saying like we should not, you know, the guilt of going to holidays. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. But the mix, mm. the amount of money that we're spending on selfish things and the amount of money that we're spending on health, on, on helping, mm. The ratio for me, it's not sustainable. The amount of time we spend talking about trivial stuff versus the amount of time talking about meaningful stuff, I think the ratio or the mix is not balanced. And yeah. that's why we're pushing for people to put more money in things that are needed, put more attention, and put more conversations, not to deny all, the, all our things that, you know, all the fun and the things that we like, but change the ratio. Yeah. We need more. Because, like, the world's telling us, Guys, we love your spirit, but this is not enough. Yeah. 
Exactly. And, and you know, that's the whole, yeah, that's the whole premise behind this podcast is to actually have those conversations that help lead us to collective change. And, um, you know, uh, this, this is something we really want to get behind because, and, and I'm finding that the conversations we have about the planet and about, um, looking after it, um, are becoming the most popular. So, um, I really think that, um, you know, just by you being here as, is helping to make that collective change. Um, so, yeah, power to you. You too. Thank you so much. Um, now, um, how do you plan to scale Trevotion so that um, you can make a difference um, against the palm oil industry? So, you know, it's, it's got to be pretty scary, as you said, going up against them. Yes. How, how are you going to make this even bigger? Yeah, absolutely. So um, on one side, one of the biggest changes that we've done uh, personally slash professionally is that we sold a big business in Argentina Mm -hmm. to dedicate our whole lives or as we say, at least a decade. We we want to dedicate as much as we can because we we have left everything behind, even my home, to dedicate our own 15 years of uh, entrepreneurs and, and experience fully to this so this is just starting you know this is a road that's just starting with my partner yeah um but but also we think that one of the videos that we share one of these concepts that we want to to get around is what we call the hacking consumerism is that we believe that traction and scalability of this business model is by giving people things that they like and they feel familiar because mm-hmm. we've, be, we've been investigating around and, and we've been around donations for long. And what we've seen is that for most of people, it's not easy. It's not frequent. It's not effortless to donate. Mm. It's just, I mean, and I'm not going to judge it because it might happen to me also. Mm. It's, it's just like, a, like observing the world. And we see that a world that is mostly uh, based on consumerism and uh, capitalism, giving money away for free, it's not so usual. No. And, we, um, and, and it's all, I mean, we're not judging. It's just an observation. Mm. So what we're thinking of is, okay, this is our reality, and we're not here to, to create a different political or economic party, at least for now. <laughs> <laughs> so how can we use these levels to, to make a change? And we said, okay, a capitalist world is sometimes it has some selfishness and, you know, it's driven by products and by money and people like products, like transactions. So why don't we give people things that they like mm. to make the, to, to reduce the friction of helping? Because mm. we, we live in people's hearts. Uh, we don't believe that we are mostly selfish or mostly egocentric and that we're uh, just posting stories of trivial stuff because we don't care. We believe that some trends could be somehow adjusted, you know, like um, social media trends or capitalism uh, trends. And we, we all get carried away, you know, like even like cell phone use. Mm. We all somehow addict, a little bit addicted to cell phones, like, yeah. <laughs> more or less. And that needs to be kind of like rebalanced. Mm. So our way to scale is instead of asking me people to, to help and to push help and to, to ask people like that people would feel more comfortable and or maybe faster you know it would reduce the friction or the time 
until we convince people that we need to plant trees or get this conversation going about the environment. So we're looking on how to build products that are related to the, to the cause, but first talking about the cause. Yeah. Not selling products. We don't, we don't want to become a company that sells a lot of products and donates somehow at the end of the month. Yeah. It's all good. We love those companies. We're just not one of them. Mm-hmm. What we sell, what we want to communicate, and why our hook is the cost. Yeah. But the kind of hack, the way we use consumerism is that we give you a product that you can use. Yeah. You can ship. You can post. You can touch. You can like. You can wear. You, you can talk about. Yeah. Because we believe that it's like an easiest way or a... Uh, yeah, faster way to get traction and scalability massively. Mm. And that's why with this first year of starting the company, learning about the concept, selling our own businesses, we managed to, without an external investment, to sell in 60 countries. Yeah. We had no experience before of selling abroad. We sold yeah. 3 million transactions, but only in Argentina and in nine, nine years. So um, we believe that this is one of the ways. And one of the other ways is uh, getting our tree numbers up. And yeah. that's why we're traveling around the world, getting partnerships with beautiful tree planting organizations and to get long, long-term long deals uh, so we can help them boost their operations and plant faster. And the longer term is we, we love technology and research and um, we know we're going to find a faster way to, to help not only by planting one tree at a time. You know, there are drones happening that shoot uh, seeds to the ground and plant 1,000 trees. We don't plant seeds. We plant saplings that yep. have been uh, taken care of two years. So it's like a, like a mm. tree this high, you know, that has a way, a better life expectancy. But still, we understand that getting technology to help exponentially mm. should be one of our focus in the next years to, yeah, to make, to make the helping faster. Yeah. We need some um, tree planting robots out there, I think. <laughs> we love it. We love the idea. Yeah. We love the idea. And yeah. it's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're like 100% sure it's going to happen. Yeah. We, ju- we just believe that we need more entrepreneurs, governments, users, communities going that way, you know, because now we're, gonna, we're getting robots getting organic food. Mm. But you know why? Because people were asking for organic food. Yeah. You know, you know, we all, we've all seen we've all seen these videos of MIT of this robot that will plant your little farm in your house. It's gonna crop it. It's gonna do it all for you. Yeah. But that's because people are demanding it. Mm. Yeah. And that's why by creating a demand, we want uh, to get more people into the ecosystem because we know it's gonna happen time by time. Yeah. Oh, so exciting. So. Um, you know, what, what has been your biggest challenge in, in what you're trying to do and how did you overcome it? Like it sounds like there are so many given all the logistics of tree planting in different sites around the world and, um, you know, trying to make that happen. What, 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 what did you face? So I think that the, the, the biggest challenge and it's one of our mo- like a top concerns is how to build trust online with an absolutely new and disruptive business model. Because mm. like um, one year ago, one and a half years ago, we, we weren't there out there. Um, it, we're still like the first company that has done this in the world. And they are selling the cost. If you show the cost, you might be a nonprofit. So you're 
uh, asking for money. Mm. Or if you sell products, you're showing the products. And then you, you, you might show what you're doing on the side. It's all mm. good. But to be kind of selling the costs with a product intersection with people that are, with a company that has no background and a way that people don't understand if they own the tree or like, I mean, how would they trust us? Like one of the, like the number one or two questions that we get is like, how am I, how am I, how am I going to be sure that you guys plant the trees? Yeah. What we say, what, what, we've, what we've discovered is that um, most of the companies uh, say that they, they donate 1% or something that, but users don't go and you know do an audit to say like, hey, show me that one percent that you donated. Of course, there are some regulations and some people, some companies, some companies that are audited. Mm. But most of the people buy, buy those products are going to help because of the trust that they have with the brand or with the entrepreneurs. So um, we have put ourselves, Leandro and I, in service. We we are here showing who we are, where we are, talking about our lives. Yeah. Um, we. And we have been integrating our community in every single step of the process. It's not that it's uh, like a blind company that shows and, and sends communications to the users. We are a community. So even, even, even when we launch a new product, we ask the users, we show the process, we tell them, well, how would you like it? We, we show the background. So for example, people were telling us, yeah, you guys say that you help uh, local artisans with fair trade. You must be exploiting children in China. Mm. So we saw that a lot and said, like, okay, there's a concern in how we do this. So we came uh, to Indonesia with a video maker. Yeah. And we're shooting a documentary and we're also posting in our social media daily, every day, seven days a week. How, how are the artisans treated here? What, how, what do we call fair trade? How yeah. do we empower women? And, and you know, the, their, their testimony. Mm. So we're trying to show every single step of the process mm. to understand that we're and we're we're um, acting ethically. We're trying to take care of the whole ecosystem. We might uh, get like have mistakes, and we recognize. And whatever we're doing that is not right, we say thank you so much for that. It's it's a, it's a it's a startup. We're gonna go into that point because it's very important. Yeah. So I I am personally and Leandro also. We're very close to the community. We read every post, every story, every comment, every message to feel close to the people and to, to see their concerns and to address them. Because the good thing is that the community that we're building is a community that wants to do good. Mm. It's a really good base ground. Because yeah. like most of the things that people tell us, it's really to help. Because mm. they, you know, they, and even if they're angry, they are angry because they're angry with the whole situation with the planet. So it's, it, it, it's sometimes we call it like a, like a positive anger yeah. because you know it drives you to to do stuff you know like hey this is not wrong this is wrong we have to do something yeah so yeah we're here showing everything what we do and learning by the way and adjusting and trying to be consequent mm. you know like acting consequently and what and how we say what we say and being here every day yeah. putting our hearts out and we believe that the whole road is gonna it's gonna get us to this transparency and just this trust and once again, selling in 60 countries, like the day before yesterday, we sold in Namibia. When we see these countries, like, wow, somebody <laughs> in Namibia, that's awesome. They would love that just bought us our places and it's gonna wear this tree planting bracelet in Namibia and then in Japan and in Singapore, all around the world without even knowing us. And we're, start, we're just starting to build our brand. So 
I don't know, it just fills our heart with love and, and hope, yeah. mostly hope. <laughs> yeah, and I can see you absolutely light up when you talk about it. And I've seen you on social media as well and in Bali and showing the processes of what you do. And it just makes me want to come over and plant trees with you, really. It does. <laughs> You could you, you can start doing it by your, with your cell phone. That's a good thing. I yeah. mean, you can do it somehow. And we also are integrating the tree uh, planting organizations with people that actually want to volunteer. So we're doing that link so that people can actually have the experience. You know, not Excellent. many people can go to over to Indonesia or uh, the Amazon rainforest to plant, mm. but we're building those bridges so that people that actually want to go yeah. and can go, they, they do. But if not, that's a good thing about the tool. You can you can make a change in Bali and help women, artisans, women with fair trade in Bali and plant trees in Borneo from your mm. cell phone with three clicks. Um, so that's a lot. That's actually um, a pretty good idea, you know. Um, you've almost got a whole new market there. You could have social conscious tourism, have people come and volunteer on their holidays with you. I think yeah. that's a great yeah. idea. Actually, that's that that's one of that's one of the business that uh, the, the tree planter uh, nonprofit that uh, mm. we're working with is is trying to to build because we're also trying to change their mindsets because this is our opinion. There is more scalability mm. and more funds if you build somehow a commercial system. Yeah. We don't want to make them a company, a far profit, you know, capitalist mm. company. Of course not, but something it needs to be done. Yeah. So. Uh, by creating uh, conscious ecotourism is a way to get funds, uh, you know, to put on on the back here with the plant tree. With yeah, the yeah, I think that's great. I'd I'd do it, and <laughs> well, you get to do the holiday snaps at the same time. There you go. Put it all on social media. This is a win-win. Um, now, <laughs> right now, we're about to go into Christmas next week. It's Christmas, and um, when I looked at the site and I looked at the bracelets, I was like, oh my god, this I. These are really great gift ideas um, and they really make a difference at the same time. So you feel good, they feel good, you're doing something great for the planet um, and you're helping others. How can we get this forestation revolution happening this festive season? Your brain needs support and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Well, we, we've had a, a, a lot of, uh, yeah, a, a really big increment in this. This is our first Christmas mm. with, the, with the company, uh, like a first official, because like last year we were just like crafting the concept. And we've seen that people are catching the, the concept. I mean, we personally believe that Christmas, one of the top things that we feel in Christmas is love. Yeah. It's one of the those times in the year. That there's a lot of meaning behind Christmas, but the way it connects us, it connects us is with love you now mm. love with, with the family being introspective doing good and we even though you know we, we all like to, to get presents and you know like like a nice t-shirt or whatever you wanted we we've seen and we've also studied what that one of the things that one of the best and the easiest ways to feel love is to help someone or something yeah uh, it, it's like a great hack mm. whenever you feel you know you, you feel down or you don't feel loved or whatever 
just go and help some, you know, the, the, yeah. the famous random act of kindness, mm. just go and help somebody or something. It's hard feeling with love. Yeah. So we believe that this, this tool, it's a great way to, to inspire people to do good. And I think that it's one of the most beautiful, not this company, whatever you want to do. Like, I mean, it's, it's not about commercial thing. Like, I think that the best way to, to get this forestation and also helping revolution is to use Christmas instead of just giving nice gifts, gifts, but the gift to make people help or help people help. Yeah. Because we all have that ability. We all have that in our hearts. Or, and mostly all of us are doing something, mm. but we can do more. And it's really nice. Mm. Even selfishly, it's nice. Yeah. <laughs> in, even in an egocentric way or in a selfishness way, it's beautiful to help. Mm. So it, it's, it's good from every side. So by inspiring people, and in our case, we, we sell this uh, tool to inspire people to help because, you know, it, it's, it's not a present for you. It's a present for the world. It's a present for our future generations. It's a present for our oxygen. It's a present for many things. So by removing ourselves as, as the main you know, beneficiary mm. and putting us on the side and, and putting the beneficiary as you know, the whole world and our future generations, I think it makes our heart grow. So we believe that it's a, it's a great tool to inspire people to, to help more and to drive our attention, our heart, our actions, our money, everything to things that matter the most. And it, it hasn't got to be our company. Whatever you do in this Christmas to help someone or this world, for us, it's going to be like accomplished if we, we can manage to, to inspire people to help. Yeah. It's a win-win-win. It's a win all round. Yeah. I'm loving this. Everything. Um, <laughs> now, i got to ask you, um, can you define for me what being ethical means to you? Wow. What a, what a profound question. <laughs> I believe that. I come from a, a Buddhist um, background, mm -hmm. at least the past years that I have been getting close to Buddhism mm -hmm. when I was trying to with India, uh, through India. And my, my personal um, opinion is that being ethical means to take care of all of our surrounding ecosystem, being mindful of everything involved and be consequent on our actions. Mm. I think that there's a link between uh, the concept of uh, ethics and Buddhism in, in just doing good yep. and no harming anybody mm. else. So that's kind of the way that we, we're handling the company, that we're managing the company, being consequent with our actions, with the things that we say, like what, we're, where, what I'm saying in this podcast, then I try to do it every day. You know? like it's, not a, it's not an interview, it's not a podcast, it's what we do. It's the way we do it. Yeah. And if somebody tells us this is not this is not, I mean, you're harming someone. Hey, that's really good. Thank you so much. Let's mm. re review that. So I, I believe that it's taking care of the whole ecosystem. So our mission is to take care of our suppliers, our artisans in Lithuania and uh, Bali, employing women with her. In our in Bali, we're respecting the local culture, so we bless the bracelets mm. in a local ceremony with local priests because bracelets and malas are considered sacred in Bali. So it's not consistent to sell a sacred product without uh, doing a, bless a proper blessing. Yeah. That's very expensive. So we do it. Uh, taking care of the trees, taking care of the future of the trees. 
uh, boosting and helping the tree planting organizations, involving all the people that are helping and volunteering and also working in Trevotion, being uh, mindful and taking care of the whole ecosystem. Um, yeah, trying to do good every day, however you can do. Because yeah. I, I believe that doing good is more of a mindset than of an action, because mm. we, we might still harm in a non-decided way, but if, if we're mindful of not harming and doing good, you, you're going to do it right, no? And, yeah. Uh, eventually, it's going to come all together. And that's why we, we we like this kind of tool because we believe that inspires people to go on a mindfulness road. And it doesn't matter. I mean, it, it's not like it doesn't matter, but if you still use a lot of single-use plastic, if you're on that road, mm. my personal opinion is that it's going to keep on walking. It's going to go, go towards that mindfulness and ethical mindset and you're, you will keep on changing your life. So that's one of the recommendations I give to people when they tell me that, yeah, you know, like we're planting trees, but I'm still brushing my teeth with a plastic or I'm eating meat. And, you know, it gets kind of scary because mm. sometimes we feel that with every step that we take, we're killing something or we're doing some harm. Yeah. Um, so the way that I have a balance with that is that as long we are on the on a good road and we're actively working you don't need to be perfect yeah uh, it's a matter of continuing the process i mean mm. if you if it's difficult for you to not admit because of whatever it doesn't matter i mean it does matter but you know step by step it's going to be sustainable because mm. if we go all in a rush like we have to change 100 percent of our lives tomorrow it's not sustainable yeah eventually it's gonna backfire so by being consistent in a in a path we believe that a real change and a sustainable change can be made in, in generation. Yeah, I love that answer. And again, it's it's different for everyone I talk to, but I guess what you're saying is it's it's pretty much an ethical evolution. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> uh, I love it. Um, so um, I've, can you tell everyone how they can get a hold of a bracelet and um, plant some trees around the world um, this Christmas? Yeah, absolutely. So our site is trevotion.com. Yep. And there is it's a very simple process that you can either choose a bracelets. We have bracelets that plant between two trees to 15 trees. And we also, if you don't, if you don't want a product involved with the shipment, uh, we also sell tree planting certificates, which are 100% eco-friendly and 100% online. Mm -hmm. And we send you by email your custom-made tree planting certificate to, to get. So you can choose from our variety of products. They're all made with mostly sustainable materials. Uh, the valley line is uh, blessed with local priests. And most of the materials are from uh, from nature, you know, like this This is a rainforest. It plants uh, 12 trees, and it's made of a jasper stone that's mostly healing as a healing stone mm -hmm. and a whole light crystal. And, yeah, just get online or follow us at Trevotions or on Instagram mm -hmm. and keep be updated of the things that we're doing. And... In our case, as we say, like our biggest dream is like to make people change their mindset and start sharing more what they do for helping. In whatever area you're helping, start posting, start sharing, because mm. we're gonna we're gonna help that trend going and start taking out this old concept of helping anonymously that we think that it's not good anymore. Like in, in a very exposed society, 
uh, with all the technology, we all we are all uh, journalists. We are we are like mm. seven billion journalists. Yeah. Well, let let let's share uh, all the, the good things that we're doing, and let's start influencing more uh, people to do more good because you know the planet needs it. Yeah, and the cool thing is, if you can't get to the shops to get a gift, whether it's a birthday, Christmas, whatever, you just get a tree planting certificate online. Boom, done. Yeah. Very easy. And you're helping the planet. You don't even go to go to the shopping. (laughs) Yeah, you don't have to go to the shops. Forget it, guys. Um, So I have to ask you this very profound question. Um, What's the change you'd like to see in the world and how can we bring it to life? Um, Even though we we really want to to get this billion trees planted, um, I think that the best way to change the mindset is to to start sharing every day what we do to help. We believe that it's one of our greatest and more, um, maybe a little bit more abstract goals. But if we are all sharing and showing what we do in a good way, not, I mean, and even if you want, you want to do it in a showing, showing off way, it's all, you're still influencing people. Yeah. To help. We don't encourage that. We, we rather do it in a, a more humble way. But even if you want to become a better person by, by helping people, it's all good. You're yeah. still helping people and you're still influencing people. You know, these trillion followers in Instagram that are doing stuff to influence. If we do, if we, even if they start helping for bragging, we even want that because it's going to get the helping wheel turning. But the good thing is about helping is that once you get into that wheel, once you start turning that wheel, it's very difficult, at least for most of the people, to be helping for showing off or yeah. for bragging or for selfishness because it absorbs you. Mm. You know, like when you start getting closer to people or to animals or to nature and you start helping, those, that whole energy absorbs you and you start feeling better and your heart starts feeling with love. And then you you might start to do it even from a, from a very profound uh, place. So one of our most profound goals is that to, to make people massively like this helping virality, you know, yep. the same thing that happens in a natural catastrophe where the whole media, social media, newspapers and online ad, everything is going around this earthquake or flooding. We want that for help. And we want to see a, a global trend of helping and everybody showing what the help and, you know, helping competitions and, you know, helping products because we believe that there's a lot to do and once again, we are more than seven billion people to help. We could do a way more, and it's not a, it's not a, it's not. It doesn't come from guilt or from prejudice. Like we, we should be helping more, but it's also good. It's good, good for us. It's good for our mm. country. It's good for our planet, for our kids. You know what kind of planet are we letting to our kids or to our grandchildren? Mm. I mean, there's a lot happening. So yeah, we would love to see more people helping. Uh, more more entrepreneurs are uh, building tools to make people help or to yeah. help people help, you know, and more governments and or investors putting money in these fields so that we can create a, a more sustainable uh, ecosystem. And we love what's happening now that we are in, the, in this industry. We're getting along with the conscious entrepreneurs and sustainable business models. And we see so much happening. And even if it's kind of a, like a new trend, we love this trend, you know, as you said, the tree planting robots, that's the kind of friends we want to see in technology. <laughs> and it's happening because yeah. we're getting together in, in, in that way, in that in that uh, road, in that path, so in that ethical evolution, as you say. Yeah. So 
And look, I, I think I'm onto something here because everyone I talk to in this podcast absolutely lights up when they're talking about making a change in the world. And just seeing you on fire at the moment, I tell you what, it's it's contagious. <laughs> thank you. Thank I you love so it. <laughs> I have to thank you for joining me all the way from Bali and um, I really appreciate your time and you joining us and sharing your story Um and I hope everybody jumps onto treevotion.com and um, makes a contribution and, um, and helps um, around the world. Thank you so much. Thank you, Bindi, also for getting these conversations out. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Ethical Evolution podcast. If you're an ethical business owner, change maker or holistic healer who's determined to make a change in the world and you need support to spread your message, visit ethicalchangeagency.com to collaborate. Miles, are you ready to record our promo for Season 2 of the Wannabet Podcast? David, have you ever seen a grown man naked? Miles, we're not here to quote lines from Airplane. We're here to tell people that Season 2 starts August 18th. But I like Airplane. I know you do, but Wannabet is a sports betting podcast. Each week we bet $1,000 on the NFL teams and games that we love. Well, that sounds like fun. It is fun. And last year you picked over 60% of your games correctly. How'd you do? We're not talking about that. We are telling people that they can find us every Friday. So no more movie quotes. Roger, Roger. Electric acid. Hey, it's Tim from 50 Years of Music with 50-Year-Old White Guys, the comedy podcast you had no idea you needed. Join Ben, Jeff, and me as we continue our musical road trip back through the years and around the globe. See, just when you thought all white guys were like Joe Rogan, you come across three educators trying to remember when we were cool. 50 Years of Music with 50-Year-Old White Guys.